All right, we got it. Otaku USA, August 2021. And honestly, I received it a while ago, but I was so mad because they were already selling it in... I saw it at Walmart, and when I called them, I was like, hey, it's already been at Walmart for over a week, and I have not received it. And then they said, oh, it's going to take like two more weeks. I was like, what? I live in... I don't... I don't live in Mars, I live in Florida, you know? So, so yeah, I was a little down, but I just read it and it got me back up because it was amazing. On the cover, we have, it is wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon. They're already on season four. Yeah, season four. And I really enjoyed this anime. It's on the list. I already saw it. I haven't seen the season four, but yeah, I know, I haven't done the review. Give me time, okay? But it's not its not just that. They also talk about Do Dororo. They talk about So I'm a Spider, So What. Great, great anime. But what really... I have realized that most of the time I'm talking about anime and I have not talked about mangas. So on this issue of Otaku USA, we're going to talk about mangas. But of course, real quick, we have on page 10... A $1,000 Yu-Gi-Oh card, quite expensive because it's 99% uh, pure silver, and it's, um, it's on a glass cover, acrylic, acrylic glass display container, so you can show off to your friends. If I had the money, I would buy it and go play with the card, but but that's just me. You don't you don't have to be the same. Also, they have on the same page. Demon Slayer, um, Mugen Train figures, they have just the prototype, they, there is no money, um, no price on the figures yet, but it's good to know that they're making the figures, right? Okay, so let's go now to page 18 real quick, this is the only anime that I'm going to be talking about on this issue, and it's called D4DJ First Mix, and it's about this girl that moved from Africa to Japan, start living with her grandparents and go to an academy of girls just to discover the whole thing about DJ. She doesn't know anything about it. She does like to sing. At least that's what I'm reading here. And with the help of her friends, she's going to become, I guess, a DJ, okay? So looks very good from the articles. Talk about the animation. The CGI is gorgeous. And we're going to give this anime a shot. We're going to be... um. In the future, probably when we're gonna watch it and then give you my review. I know that I have said in all of the issues, oh, let's talk about this anime later, blah, blah, blah. I'll try to keep that promise. That's my New Year's resolution. Try to see all the anime that I keep saying on this podcast that I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch them and then bring it over here. Okay, <laughs> so page 95 is the video game. And the video game is called Little Nightmares 2. It's a 2017 sequel of the same name of the original. I saw it at uh, one of the stores. Uh, I'm not going to mention store names. Walmart. And then I was going to buy it. But then I was like, you know what? Let me find more information about this video game. And then the magazine this, which this month talked about it. And I'm very happy I didn't bought it because I'm 
I get scared very easily. So yeah, I'm not gonna play the game, but it looks amazing. And it's like this little kid in this um, humanoid world, I guess. And you have to like pass the game. Yeah, that's it. But it looks scary. It looks and sounds and everything. It looks pretty cool. You got your uh, roller coaster tricks, your traps, and occasionally a couple of puzzles. So it looks good, all right? We're gonna give it a shot. Maybe in the future, whenever I have somebody next to me that can protect me from my nightmares and all that. Until then, we're not gonna play it. Okay, let's talk about what you're here for mangas. And let's start on page 27. It has a lot of manga reviews, but we're going to talk about the ones that really call out my attention. And the first one is called Tonomonogatari. It is made by Shigeru Musuki. He is the artist and he also um, portrays himself in this, um, as this person who wanders around Japan through the Tono region. Per se area exactly, and he's basically basically gathering scary classical jokai stories, and he's placing them here on this art book. And the whole idea is that the communities, the people that doesn't know too much about uh, story or spirits and and monsters or supernatural creatures creatures in Japan. Uh, outside of Japan, like, you know, like, American people or, or European or whatever you read in manga, they will actually get an idea of what is it about. So, yeah, that's one. The second one is called Sachi's Monstrous Appetite. <laughs> Quite a title, huh? Now, on this story, we have Mackie. He's a cute little uh, speaky shonen hero, and he has a crush on this tall... Busty classmate, classmate named Sashi. Now she's very tall, <laughs> and the best way for him to talk to her is giving her candy. At least oh, that's what I'm reading here. And I don't know where he gets attacked by these monstrous monsters. And this is when Sashi open up her mouth and start devouring the other monsters. And she is now going to protect the boy. And we have like a little um romantic comedy with bore, I guess and yeah I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be an anime pretty soon in the future all depends on the readers right but that one really caught up my attention and from here we are going to talk about Under the Air Under the Air was written in the 60s and 70s now this one is targeted for older audience and it has a lot of controversial material. For example, the first story they talk about a white supremacist discovering that he received blood and organ transplant for a black from a black man. Quite interesting, right? And again, this was written down 15 years more than no in the 70s, like almost 30 years, 40 years ago. And it still applies to our society nowadays. It's very important to say that it also had violence and some sexual taboos um, throughout the tales and it's not only set in Japan but also in America and Europe or even a sci-fi landscape. Looks good, looks promising, interesting. Uh, if I found it, I'm gonna buy it because I end up ended up buying 
Hattus Cursed. With this one, I'm gonna be honest, um, I'm still hurt, I'm still like stabbed, wounded, whatever you wanna call it, with domestic girlfriend, and I promised to myself, I didn't promise, but just a figure of speech, that I will never read another romantic manga. But this one, I feel this is the one that is gonna take away all that pain that Hina and Rui and all of these characters made on me. So here is the review. Um, we have Natsumi, um, older sister named Haru passed away, and Natsumi finds herself now dating Haru's boyfriend. Huh. So keep in mind that her sister passed away, she's dating her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, whatever. So a lot of uh, a lot of guilt and haunted feeling is gonna go around her, right? Right? So it's gonna be like a love triangle, I guess, even though she's dead. I don't know, I'm just guessing. And yes, I bought it, I'm going to read it, and I'm gonna give you my um, what I think of it. Now, let's talk about the previews. And I have a problem with this one because I forgot how to say preview in Spanish, and then on the Spanish podcast I have to Google it. I know, I know, I'm so sorry. Anyway, let's talk about the first one. It's called Call of the Night. Now, you have this young man wandering downtown, also not being able to make friends, and I don't know where this girl shows up and invite him to hit to her apartment. Oh boy, guess what? <laughs> she's end up being a vampire and she's going to bite him. But she suddenly realized that his blood tastes amazing. So now in order for her to um suck up blood from him, he's gonna let her do it, but in, he, she's um she's going to have him transform into a vampire eventually. Uh, looks promising. I really, really enjoy what I read. It looks pretty cool. And I want to. It was something else. I'm trying to look a little more because I forgot. I'm so sorry. Bear with me for a second here. And da 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 da. Reading real quick while you wait. And I don't want to keep you waiting so much. And. Whatever, yeah, so you're gonna enjoy that one. I'm pretty sure it will be an anime. Now, the last one we're gonna talk about is called Boys Run the Riot. This one is, uh, again, this is what I'm reading on the magazine, is pretty good in Japan, it's doing very, very well, and they wanted to throw it out there in the world. It's about a transgender girl named Ryo. Now, of course, when we start reading the preview, she's just a girl, she's trying to cover her breast, she's changing uniforms from girl to boy, and she's trying to, you know, to, to, um, to act like a boy in front of everybody. And everybody starts feeling uncomfortable around her. And another th- a couple of things happen, I don't want to give away the whole manga. Looks very good. The preview finished with her finding a book and I want to say this right because I always mess it up. She finds a book about introducing to LGBTQ. And this is how it ends. Looks promising, looks good. And I'm very happy that they're doing this. 
and we'll see what happens. Yeah, so basically that's it. I don't want to talk too much because I know you're busy. You have to watch anime or hear other more entertaining podcasts. So I really want to thank you for stopping by and spending 12 minutes with me. All right. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Thank you.